This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do a podcast now. Let's hope this isn't live and we're not busting in on Tiki and Tierney. I think we're good. Al, what's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. I'm noticing a thing now uh, people are doing. I saw some of the local bars uh, down the Jersey Shore, and I'm sure this is happening across America. They're like, we will no longer serve Stoli vodka because I guess Stoli is it's uh, Russian? a Russian thing. And then I saw someone post onto Facebook, uh, everyone should boycott Luke Oil. The uh, gas that's station. Russian oil. That's a, well, it's a Russian-owned gas okay. station. Okay, I didn't know that. Nor did I. But, you know, I responded back. This is a friend of mine who posted this on Facebook. And I said, um, I go, well, this is kind of a slippery slope because I'm sure I'm sure a local person owns that. There's a Luke Oil by me that is owned by a local guy, I believe. I'm, sure I'm almost 100% I'm sure, sure they, of that. You know, like the Russians are not owning the Luke Oil in Wall, New Jersey. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like some family owns that, and that's a local person. Yeah. Then the other thing I did, because when I saw that, and I wrote that, and she said, she responded back with, yes. Was this all during the show? No, this is yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday, uh, morning and afternoon. And she wrote back, oh, you know, I, I did consider that. I looked into this. You know, these are, but, you know, this is something that I feel like we have to do or whatever it was. And so then this this morning, actually, before the show started, I sent, I, I did a little research via Forbes magazine, I think, had it. Had the, what percentage of our oil and gas here in America comes from different sources. Okay. And we, Luke oil isn't the only one using Russian gas or Saudi Arabian gas or, oh, you know, it's not. We all, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do get a lot from Texas and, you know, but we, we take a, a bunch from other countries from everywhere well. and it starts to become a slippery slope. Then it's like, okay, well, are you going to boycott all these other gas stations? Right. Then you probably, posted this on your phone or iPad or computer, which is made in China. I'm sure. Like, uh, you well, gotta, everybody's got to look themselves in the mirror. Yeah. The sneakers we're wearing, the clothes right. we wear. Right. Of course. So then you can't just go, oh, oh but look at me. Uh, I'm not going to serve Stoli vodka anymore. Right. As if that's, like, going to do some. No, all that, that to me, is nothing more than a marketing ploy. Yeah. That's all that is. That's, hey, look at us. We're not we're not supporting the Russians. Come have a beer. Right. Okay. Plus, if, plus, you could take that Stoli vodka, right? You've already paid for it. You're the bar. Right. Just pour it in another, like, the gin. You know how they have house drinks for, like, right. really cheap? Yes. Just pour, just pour it then. You You're still going to sell it yeah. and use it. You could. And it's, it might. And who knows? Is it bottled here? I don't even know. Yeah, who knows? I, I, I have no idea. Right. We Unless you're getting everything from America. Right. Then you, you Like, really even the cars can't. in Detroit aren't made 100% in Detroit. Right, nor are the cars that you would think were from Japan. A lot of them have assembly parts in, in you know, Nashville or Tennessee, various places like that. Yep. So it's very hard if you're going to take a stance and say boycott this gas station. You got to be really sure that the gas stations are <laughs> owned by a dude in Russia. Yeah. Or currently. anything you do right now. Yes. Yeah, life is really uh, confusing. So everybody just <laughs> calm down. Good for you. Everybody comment. I did watch uh, an interesting Netflix documentary on Boeing. Okay. The plane uh, yeah. manufacturer. And I won't spoil it for anyone uh, because it's a popular uh, documentary, and I'm sure people have it on their list to watch. But it is an interesting thing about how companies, like how Boeing was this like really a tremendous company, uh, building most of the planes that were sold here in America, 
to all the various uh, airlines. Is this the documentary where, I'm not spoiling anything, but where they flew a couple of jets knowing there might be an issue with them? Yes. It is. I saw the trailer for this. So they, they it basically, the, and the way it gets set up is that it really shows you that consolidation in business, no matter what the product is, the product and the end user is hurt the most. Mm-hmm. Because when companies start joining together and buying each other, they're looking more for profit. Where a company like Boeing, it looked like early on, they were certainly making a profit, but they had safety number one, safety number one. Then they merged with McDonald McDonald Douglas, who mm-hmm. also makes airplanes. And once they merged, it was like the people from Boeing were not leading things now. And then they, they just cut, it looked like they, according to this documentary, cut corners mm. on uh, if there's one business you don't want to cut corners, it's the airline business. Yeah. My God. Yes. And, uh, yeah, there was a, there was a, a, an airplane which they sold a crap load of. Over 5,000 planes was the most sold. And uh, two of them went down in a oh. relatively short time compared to, you know, for planes. Yeah. But it was they had put this new uh, feature on a plane and didn't tell anyone about it. Because if they told people about it, they would have had to retrain all the pilots, which costs a lot of money. What was the feature? It was a, some sort of safety feature on the plane that if it kicked in, uh, it would, the plane would take over from the pilot. Really? But it was a, a, it was a feature that they only had. It, it, there was no, so if this feature went off, there was no backup for it to make sure that it was, that that one thing just didn't. It was an, it was something outside the plane. Wow. Or if a, if the if a bird hit it, if a balloon hit it, it would throw the whole plane off. So it was just interesting to see how Damn. how oftentimes you'll have these mergers. I hate mergers. Like, I hate when... Yeah, happens every day. Happens every day, and, like, you lose competition with mergers. Mm-hmm. You the, Just the, the end product user loses out, I yeah. feel like. And we're, we're always the ones that lose. Yeah. Always. Well, this has happened in radio. For sure. You know? Oh, yeah. And it really sets you up. Like, let's say WFAN figured out a new way that they wanted to really change things up. I don't think they'd be able to do it because the company as a whole runs radio stations a certain way, you know, and it's, and it's uniform, right? Which is how big businesses run things better. Mm-hmm. They, they do things uniform. So I don't know. It was just, they really like maybe think, especially if we're airplanes. Yeah. So like you said, like cutting corners on airplanes. Someone's getting on one again tomorrow. It's the last thing I want to think about. <laughs> 737A. All Jerry. right. That's what I'm getting on. So let's relax. <laughs> you better check it. And uh, yeah, it was finally grounded uh, until they fixed the issue. Good. Holy smokes. But now they're back up in the air, Jerry. Yeah, I know. I'm on one every week. You got to be careful. How many flights that? I've taken this year? <laughs> many flights. A lot. You're on the, in the air a lot. And I got three more, I think, at least. It is amazing how we really, like, there are not a lot of plane crashes. All right. Can we not talk about this? Do you mind? There is a great show on Smithsonian. I'm Channel. not interested in that show, and I know what you're talking about. Let's not discuss it now. Cold air Let's disasters. talk about Tinder, please. Tinder. Oh, you God want to talk about damn. your Tinder story that you didn't get to? 36 hours I'm getting on a plane. I don't oh. need to hear this. Actually, less than that, in about 30 hours. 30 hours. Good God, man. Yeah, about 4 o'clock tomorrow, 5 o'clock. So like you that. did watch the Tinder Swindler. I did, and I really wanted to discuss it on the show. I don't yeah. know how we didn't get to it. I have no idea. <laughs> but <laughs> we didn't for some reason. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm watching this. Now, you had told me about it a few weeks ago. Yes. We really didn't discuss it because I hadn't seen it. So I watched it over the weekend. I watched an hour on Saturday, an hour on Sunday. And I really thought, in the end, and if you haven't seen it by now, it's been out for a while. So if I'm ruining this for you, turn this off right now or fast forward three or four minutes I don't want to ruin it for you. But. Ruin it. So the way the whole thing starts is like, first of all, I can't understand how this guy got to where he was, where he wasn't taking, you know, five or 10,000, hundreds of thousands of dollars from people. I don't understand. And how he was living this life. And the fact that he shows up on websites that wasn't real and newspaper articles that weren't real. I mean, this is some friggin' scam. So I'm going, I'm watching the whole thing. I'm thinking, all right, I feel terrible for these women. But I'm thinking at least in the end of this scumbag is going to be in jail. And as we're watching the final ep- the final part of the episode, my wife's like, 
uh, this guy's not in jail. I'm like, no, he's got to be. They did a documentary on him. She goes, okay. She goes, what I'm reading is he's a free man living in Israel, and he, like, gets appearance fees. I'm like, what? So we continue to watch it, and sure as hell, they arrest him. And then at the end, five months, and he's out, and can you explain to me how no. the law works? I don't understand how he swindled all these women. With proof. On Tinder. So much proof. Yeah, and he's out. I don't, and not I don't only understand. that, he's back on Tinder. Yes. And a-hole females are jumping right back with him. And he's on, uh, you could get a cameo birthday message for him. Oh, how much him. does he charge? I don't know. I, you know I, didn't, I didn't look at that one. It is bizarre. The Tinder swindler. He's making $20,000 appearance fees at clubs. Yeah, Who's the, paying that? And the women still owe money. And they're the ones stuck paying the bill. He was doing the thing where he was getting money from one woman and spending it on the previous woman. Then it was when Ponzi that, scheme. Yeah, he was Ponzi scheming women. And just, I mean, crushing their souls. Yes. Really making them fall in love with him. And then he becomes the devil. The Tinder swindler. That is fat. And I, no one's, I'm not blaming anyone here. But I was blown away. And this is what worries me about my friends that have daughters that are now 15 and 16 and are getting to that age. I know this Tinder thing is big. Thank God I don't need it. And I, and I, if my wife broke up with me tomorrow, I am not, <laughs> no, I'm You good. could be the new Tinder swindler, No, Jerry. I'm not. Nor will I be looking for people anytime soon. It, well, you would just hop on a private jet with somebody? That's how he would suck them in first. I know, but you don't know who he is. But you're, but you're going with other people. So? Yeah, I don't know. You're still a single female by yourself. You just met the guy, quote-unquote, met him by swiping right. He's texting you. You don't know anything about him other than what you Google. You go pack a bag and say, yeah, I'll go to another country with you? On a first date. What? That'd be their first meeting. Holy smokes. I, blown away. Blown away. How about if you're the diamond company that he claims to be the son of? Well, how do he get away with that then? I don't know. Right. How is a diamond company not suing him? I mean, you can make every case that he sullied their name. Yeah. Oh, oh it's sullied, Jerry. So, yeah, it, it's really something. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. In, and It's going to infuriate you, quite frankly. But really interesting. And now he's going to sue Netflix. Oh, is that right? Yeah. They, they So they called him for coming at the end. They play the clip. And he's going after them for all the lies that they put forth. Lies. The proof's right here. I like how they would say, he would send the same um, injury for him and his, uh, bodyguard, his bodyguard Peter to get uh, money from yeah. uh, women. Can you imagine getting text messages at 2 o'clock in the morning like that? Like. What are you doing? Right. We were just assaulted. I'm running for my life. I'm going, I'm oh, flying to China. So terrible for these women. Yeah. Really awful. That was a good one, though. It's a good uh, good documentary. My goodness. What else do I have here, Jerry? Oh, over the weekend, Gina and I were discussing, this was an actual discussion. Not getting pregnant again, I hope. No, we, we, that was a good discussion. This one was, she says, you and Jerry seem to fantasize about working at Home Depot. No, not fantasize. I'm kind of resigned to the fact that that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I told her you wanted to work in the paint department. Yeah. And I said to her, I go, I don't know really what department I'd be qualified to work in. And then as I started going through the departments, I feel feel like there are departments. Oh, okay. Like what? Well, I would. I think I could work in the barbecue department, like where the, they sell barbecue or any sure. appliances. Okay. I think I could sell appliances. You probably could. I think I could work in the home automation area where they have, like, Nest products. That would be a good spot for you. That would right? be a really good spot for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I could work in plumbing. No. Electrical. No. Wood. You got wood? Because <laughs> I'd have to know the types of right. wood. I'd have to be able to cut the wood for people. Right. I can't do that. Right. Um, Outdoor, you could work. Outdoor, I could oh, work? Of course you could. Helping people out with the mulch and yeah. all sorts of things like that. Yeah. I could probably do, they have a whole area of cleaning products. I'd yeah. be good at that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there were a lot more, like, lighting, home lighting. Sure. So really only a handful that I couldn't work in. It's a good place. Although I kept thinking, like, people, just the questions you would get if you worked at Home Horrible. Depot. I'd be like, I have no idea. Or you just lie. Call someone. Just lie. You would just lie? 
I think in a lot of cases that's what they do. I bet you know what happens a lot? Like, they have a whole aisle of, like, screws, right? Sure. I'm sure people come in with, like, I need another one of these. Very like, random. What? And they know where they are. The screw guys yeah. do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because any contractor knows all that stuff. Yeah. And he can just look by the number and know what it is. But I feel like there are so many Home Depots and Lowe's, and they, they are everywhere now, that the amount of people that know what they're doing is not enough to fill the store. So the store is filled with people like me. Perhaps. That's, yeah, it's possible. Where I thought it would be filled with people like my dad. Like, like experts. After, yeah, like after he retired. If not an expert, just someone who's done a lot of stuff around the house. Like I, a handyman type. i tell you where's a good place to go for people like your dad or maybe younger people yeah. like a Costco. Costco, from what I understand, pays well. Really good retirement, suppose. And no one leaves, which tells me that they're treated well. Because I look at the one in Hazlitt that I go to. And it's the same employee. I've been in, I've been back in Hazlitt now for, we moved back to Hazlitt in 2005, I think, maybe six. I forget, five or six. I don't know. So we're talking 15, at least 16 years now. It's the same employees for the last 16 years. So they don't go any Home Depot, I do see turnover. And Lowe's, I see turnover. But don't you think like uh, Costco's a lot of lifting of heavy boxes? Well, it depends on what you're doing. Everything's in bulk. If that's what you're doing. You could be working in the returns department. You could be working selling hot dogs and pretzels and pizza. Oh, you could be at the ca- you could be at the the cash registers. You could be in, in frozen. You could be a taste tester where they oh. make the food. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like we were talking Home Depot, all the different departments. Costco's the same thing. I mean, you could have you could work in electronics. That'd be awesome. Oh, I'd love to work. In that would be fun. You could be the guy selling the phones. I would like. I think I'd like to work in the return section, and I'd try to give people a hard time, like. Yeah, you use this, dude. So this is so funny you say that. So I'm walking out of Costco on Friday, and a man and a woman come in with a gigantic couch they're returning. (laughs) And I I had to sit there for a second because I'm like, what are they doing with this? So they go to the line to return it, and I hear the woman. She goes, what's wrong with the couch? You knew what it looked like when you bought it. And they're like, hmm, it doesn't fit in our our living room. And she goes, you didn't measure? (laughs) They're like, nope. (laughs) <laughs> they just bought a couch. They bought, they, apparently it was one of those, you know, they saw it. It was an impulse buy, got it in the big truck, brought it home. And yeah, like, it doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. Let's <laughs> go return it. Let's get in the return line holding a giant couch. That's funny. It used to be people would, stores would give you a hard time when you would try to return things. Not anymore. No more. No. Now it's just like. You could show up with, like, a pipe with mud in it. They'd be like, yeah, we'll take it back. Yeah. So Home De- well, so there's a couple of places. Home Depot and Lowe's, really good with returns. Bed Bath & Beyond is stupid. I mean, you could buy something, use it for a year, and bring it back. to be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just go shop and buy something else now. Right. So there are some – some places are difficult, but for the most part, you're right. I think the big, the big stores like that, Target, Home Depot, I think – because businesses want to be products want to be in those places very easy return policy yeah they say to these companies we're going to give you this shelf space you're going to re- take every return you're we, probably right we, you know and they're like oh yes yeah no you're probably right about that because that i used true. to i remember years ago if you wanted to return something you have to be like oh man like they're going to know i opened this or they're going to know right. i now, now forget it you can bring it with the packaging all destroyed <laughs> they take it <laughs> and it is much easier with the receipt than without Yes. But even without the receipt, they will take you and give you store credit sometimes. Right. So, yeah. I know. It's pretty incredible. I know when we, we did the, um, uh, what was it called? The hot water heater. And my guy's buying all these fittings in here. I'm like, geez, it's a lot for this. He goes, oh, we won't need mo- most of them. I'm like, oh. He goes, just return them when we're done. <laughs> I'm just not sure what I need, and I don't feel like making six trips. Okay. So I went back with a bag full of, <laughs> I got like 100 bucks back. I'm like, geez, okay. Yeah. Who knew? That's got to be a whole department at Home oh, Depot. Oh, what a mess that, that is. <laughs> the returns. That's got to be just miserable. Yeah. Imagine right after Christmas. Oh, terrible. And then finally, Jerry, I tried to go out a new pizza place. Excuse me. Wow, you really choked up over it. It was that good, huh? It was in Asbury Park. Yeah. I saw it was recommended often. I'd never been. It's called The Galley. So I was okay. like, all right, let me see what The Galley is. They serve... Detroit style pizza. Okay. Are you familiar with is that? Is Detroit, so I know Chicago is deep dish. Is yeah. Detroit style thin crust? No. So Detroit is also like a deep dish. 
and I couldn't figure out what the differences were. I ended up ordering a bar pie, thin crust. Yeah, because the guy at Asalute, that my friend that owns that, he sells Detroit style pizza too. Yeah, so I did Google what's like the Sicilian-like? difference. Like similar. So the uh, the best way to describe it is the difference between Chicago style deep dish and the Detroit. So Chicago is round, Detroit is square. Okay. While the Chicago deep dish has a regular crust and then a lot of cheese and tomato. The Detroit is a big crust, thick crust, like a more like a focaccia bread mm-hmm. with the toppings on top of it. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Sometimes they put honey on it. Yeah. Yeah. It was it. Yeah. People were liking it. You know. So I went in there on um, oh, Saturday Friday, night, Saturday. Saturday night to pick it up and the place was packed. I'm sure they were. But these pizza, these pizza places, I mean, you got to really suck at making pizza. They yeah. end up going out of business. Yeah, and this is, and if you have a unique thing, like I've never seen Detroit style pizza anywhere. All right, like the coal fired pizza was yes. hot for a while. Yes, I mean, these places are still in business, but like it was really. Remember Anthony's coal fired pizza yeah. with Joe? Yes, was the big endorser for I them. I love that. I've been liked there. it. Yeah, I liked it as well. I had never been there. Yeah, that's one that interests me. I love that's. You know, you talk about Home Depot. I would. That's something. Seems like just such a nice, easy. I know you got to work late nights. I get that, but. But that I don't even fun. I don't even see people advertising Chicago deep dish pizza anywhere. Uh, me neither. Right? Not around here. I don't like Chicago deep me dish. Me neither. It's disgusting, actually. Same here. It's too heavy. You know what I did last night? Because I'm trying to I'm trying to do what you said with the watch the the bread and everything. Yeah. So I made a pasta last night for my wife. I went with the zucchini noodles. Oh yeah. Really good. I'm not gonna say it's not. It, it was. I'm like, am I? What are we eating now? Right. <laughs> like, I finished. I'm like, what's for dinner? It's so weird. Like the difference between the yeah. heavy pasta, and then, and I had it like a, a good normal size plate of it, and I ate it. I'm like, all right, I feel healthy. Ten minutes later, I'm like, I'm starving. Like, and I, I got through it. I didn't eat until this morning. I'm like, God Almighty, not easy. So that's funny. So we went Friday night to a place in Avon called. It's either called Cave Bistro or Cave. Okay. But it's it's uh it's all you know freshly made. It's all it's a, t- a small place, really great. But I, so I ordered the bolognese zucchini noodles. Okay, there you go. And Gina ordered of course. That, you know, Gina goes, "How much is the the fillet?" So <laughs> she said they go $50. Gina looked at me. She goes, I'll order the filet. $50. <laughs> you paying? $50. <laughs> so she goes, you could have some of it, you know. I'm not going to eat the whole thing. I think it was a 10-ounce filet. Okay. Whatever. But you're right. So I got my thing. And they put a lot of meat sauce on this, Jerry. And I ate that with the big thing of zucchini noodles. I ate half her steak, <laughs> her french fries. I know. Starving. I know. It's like you're eating water. So where did you buy? I've never seen that in the store. You can uh, buy the Dearborn. zucchini. Dearborn, zucchini. They, they shred them, and then they sell them packaged. They're fresh. But just the noodle. Then yeah. you added your own sauce on it. Yeah. Did you I put made like a sauce. meat sauce on it? I did. Nothing crazy. It wasn't like it was chili. But there were little pieces of meat here, and you would have seen me. <laughs> My son's looking at me. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm digging for the little pieces of meat because yeah. I'm starving. <laughs> He goes, you know, you can have some pasta. I'm like, well, that defeats the purpose. Right, defeats the purpose. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> and I wasn't good. I was just so hungry. It was terrible. But this is what happens. The doctor called me last week because I'm recommending you lose 31 pounds. I'm what? Like, 31 pounds. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For real? Yeah, for real. Absolutely. I'm like, I, I know. I got it. I'm on it. I'm going to start. I promise I'm going to start this weekend. I got to get through one more Rutgers trip, which I did the other day. I'm like, I just, holy cow. So, yeah. So I went with the zucchini noodles last night. I can tell you right now, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> I had a small granola bar, and I did have plain oatmeal, which was just, ugh. Might as well just have paste. Yeah. I had a small oatmeal at 4.30, and then I had the granola bar at 9. And I am starving right now. I think it goes back to dinner last night. I think if you take that plain oatmeal and put a little bit, a little bit of pure maple syrup, I think, it sounds good. I think you'd be all right. Yeah, it's just it's bland. Yeah, it's very bland. So, but here, the problem with me is I'm all or nothing. If I'm putting maple syrup in, right, I am putting right. maple syrup right. in, and I'm going to love it. What if you did this, Jerry? Just had zucchini for the, <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I can't. can't. Just had a couple zucchini noodles. Oh, God. Just awful. Oh, yeah.
So, yeah, All right, Jerry. go home and have some cucumbers and hummus now. Yeah, go enjoy that. Uh, let's do the warm-up. All show. right. Uh, and then you'll be back tomorrow, yes? Back to normal. Tomorrow's tomorrow. a normal day. Yes. And then it gets crazy again uh, come Wednesday. But we will see you at uh, 5 a.m. And then Boomer and Geo at 6, a normal show tomorrow. Until then, here's the warm-up show from this morning. It was terrific. See you all. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All suck. Right, here we go, we start a new week, it's Monday morning, New York City, what is up? Hello, the Eddie Scazzeri, a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock, this is what we say, and I say hello to Al Arthur Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. I was uh, listening in, and I was like, boy, Sal is really letting Fliegelman Sal's talk. Sal's in the Caribbean. Right, I was like, Sal is really letting Fliegelman talk a lot. It's almost like he's hosting. And he's letting turns, him talk for the whole night. It turns out he was hosting. He was hosting. And Correct. then uh, some other dude was talking. I that didn't was know who that was. Producer Kevin. Producer Kevin. I was so confused. I was like, when is Sal going to call somebody a moron? Next Monday. Next Monday? Next Monday. Do you think, so he's in the Caribbean, you said? I don't know where the hell he is. Oh, he was vacation. off Friday, and he's off all this week as well. I only hope that he's in the Caribbean yelling at bartenders. He doesn't do that. You moron! No, he I only does that tequila. in sports conversations. Oh. <laughs> Sal's actually a very reserved. It sounds ridiculous, but he's actually a very reserved, quiet guy. But that outside actually, of here, that actually is a lot of uh, hosts, like people who are who will yell and get super excited on the air. A lot of times in their real life, they're very calm. Now he's not calm when it comes to sports, even off the air. Off the air, he'll fight. Sports. I just mean, yeah, just him, his personality when he's not talking sports. Right. Very uh, fun. He likes to laugh. But, man, you talk sports with him, yeah. and he goes nuts. He's all fired up. He, yeah, he gets fired up. Yeah, I always think, like, Craig is not a nut off the air. Craig not Carton. at all. He's very, very quiet, quiet and reserved. Yeah. I heard uh, Howard Stern, people say, is very quiet and reserved off the air. I don't know how Imus was. He carried a gun, Angry. evidently. Angry off yes, the air. He, okay, he did have so. a gun. That is true. <laughs> So maybe I Imus, saw a few times. Maybe Imus was the one <laughs> that uh, was the same. But quiet didn't. I mean, from the times I was in the newsroom and he he didn't talk. It was head down to the studio. Yeah, he thought he was better than everyone, though. Well, he made That's more money than everyone. That's oh. for sure. We have quite a uh, Frankenstein type week on the morning show this week. So Frankenstein, yeah, it's like pieced together. It's different every day. Uh, yeah. Well, what are we doing? You tell me. I don't know. I thought know. we were in a uh, in a ratings book still. Everyone's just freaking taken off. So Geo's off today. Yes. So today is you and Boomer. Correct. Tomorrow. Normal. Is a regular show. Wednesday, Boomer's gone. Is right. Is that right? Yes. And I'm in Indiana. And you're in Indiana. So you're out Which Wednesday Which does not also. change every year now for me. There are specific days I do need off with Rutgers. Yes. So Wednesday, Geo's doing a show from six to eight by himself. Yes. Then uh, Michael Keegan Key or K or some, I honestly don't remember his name. He's coming in 8 to 10. Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key yes. is coming in 8 to 10. Right. Then Thursday. Boomer's out. Boomer's out. And you're in with Gio. <laughs> yes. Then Friday. Same. Boomer's out. What are we doing? Now you tell me. I don't know. I do what I'm told. These it used to be, Jerry, a time, the golden age of radio when there was a ratings book. No one took off. Now it's, eh. Well, that and who changed that, Craig? 
Uh, I don't think so. Yes, it was. Dude. Craig was Craig not changed. the one that started taking off. I think this all changed after Craig uh, got no, arrested. No, it didn't. Absolutely not. That we is all, not. That is not relaxed. true. That is not true. Wrong. Because he was the one that started taking off when we said screw it. If he's after he killed us, oh, okay, for not take. Because remember, it was always we take off as a show. Yes, I do. And recall then that. he started taking days off. Was that right? And we all said screw this. If he's going to take off, well then we'll take our time off and not have to worry when the show's off. Mm. All right. So that was him. That was not us. So it's a free for all now. Oh, it's a free for all. You're taking your vacation time. All right. <laughs> Jerry, did you see the stock market on? No. Uh, it was like through the roof on. Oh, the... you sent me that text on Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in a. Pa- First of all, like we we always talk about how we have no idea how the stock market works. Like it, I no idea. Randomly goes up and down. It's like, and I do understand when they go, Russia's invading Ukraine. The stock market's in the toilet. That makes sense. To I me. I understand that. That makes sense to me. But when they go, uh, Apple didn't add more jobs this quarter, so the stock market sucks. That I don't get. Me neither. But. The one day we sat here on Thursday, and when we were doing the uh, post-game podcast at 10 o'clock, the stock market was down 750 points. Yeah, it almost got to 800 as we were doing that. And ended on the day on a positive note. Which is unbelievable. Not by much, but a no, positive No, it was positive. It, it, it fought back. Then Friday, while we're still in a war, and I put on the TV, buildings are being bombed, it was up eight, almost 800 points. What? No what idea. What am I supposed to do with my 401k, Jerry? You just watch it grow as you have for the last 20 it's years. It's been losing this year. Yeah, you'll be fine. It's losing, Jerry. You'll I don't know be what fine. to do. They say it's a marathon, not a sprint, Al. That's true. You're going to have bad months, but overall, you're going to make a lot of money. I did go to the historically uh, Dow Jones year in and year out. Yeah. And the overwhelming majority of years, it makes money. Yeah, yeah. And you're Couple. going to be just fine. you got eight more years. The worst year I saw, it lost 33%. That was a crazy year. Was that 02? That was 2008. That was 8? Eight, 8 or 9, right around yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was in the, the real estate crash yeah. everything. Yep, absolutely. When all these dummies got mortgages for houses they couldn't afford. Yeah, well, they didn't listen. that to continues, things. by the way. That does still that, continue? That still continues, <laughs> yeah. And cars they can't afford. Yeah. Me, you, and Eddie Scazzeri, we get cars we could afford. Yeah, cheap. We live <laughs> to our means. Jerry, what's going on with baseball? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. I thought they met every day they for have. like eight days in a row. And they've accomplished very little. How do you suppose, like seriously, this is uh, like they they get into a room. How many people would you guess it is? I don't know. We don't even know. Here's right? what I know. Max Scherzer's been there every day. Okay. That I know. Francisco Lindor has been there a lot. I know Garrett Cole was there the other day. Um, some of the other names that I saw. I mean, those three for sure that I saw. So they get in a room. Brandon and, Nimmo one day. And is it, does someone, is there like a mediator? Like someone in the middle goes, okay, no, I don't think there is the a ba- mediator. They just kind of go back and forth. I think they're talking in a conference room. And then do you think they set a timer at the start and go, listen, four o'clock, we're out of here? Or do they get to a point like, we're not going to no. get any further today? Uh, well, I mean, there have been days where they talk for 15 minutes and they're like, all right, we're good. <laughs> and I think they put their offer on the table. And then I think both sides go back to their side and they, they converse about it. The other day, they met for an hour, broke up for three hours, and they got back together for two hours. Yesterday, supposedly, they met for six or seven hours. I don't know. I, I Listen, I do know. The one thing I do know is it's it's complicated, that there are many topics that they're trying to iron out. But it's the same thing that we've discussed for over and over and over. What are we waiting for? Like, you sit there and wait till the final week. What were you doing the last two months? It's like you either want to get a deal done or you don't. Do you think uh, ever at once this week, Someone was like, guys, there's a war going on. We This no. is petty. We should get this taken care of. We look silly. Do I think someone thought that? Yeah. Yes. Do I think that was presented? No. Right, hard-headed was, asses. Right. That's what we're dealing with right now. Bunch of hard-headed asses. You hear that? I'm so, I'm so sick of all of it. I it's, will be disappointed terrible. if we don't miss games because I want there to be some negativity felt by the fans from these two groups of matter. jerks. It will not matter. In 1994, they canceled the freaking World Series, and everybody said baseball's dead. But then we got some jacked-up heroes, Jerry. It doesn't matter. People are always going to go watch. it up. I don't think so. People will watch. What do you you think? I love this notion, like Sal Licata. I want a band with nobody in the stadium. (laughs) You had that. It was called the pandemic. It's not going to happen. I mean, that's why it's, it's, I listen, great thought, never going to happen, ever, 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 ever. You think there will always be baseball? Yeah. You do. Until we die, yes. Well, we're we're on death's door a couple of years. 
Uh, well, I'd like to think what about, a few decades. Let but, me see. What year is it? 2022. Do you think in 2022, do you think in 2100 there will yes, be baseball? I do. You do? I don't. Where's it going? Fade away. They're right now negotiating billions of right. dollars. All of a sudden, those dollars are just going to go away? Correct. No chance. Come on now. Correct. Now, you want to tell me, you know, Major League Lacrosse goes away. Okay, fine. There's 17 people in the crowd at those games. <laughs> I see 17 people at that game sometimes. I'm being silly if you think baseball's going away. I do think it's going to go away. Not in our lifetime. You'll be dead, so you won't I will it. be dead. I'm going to come back as a ghost to enjoy it, though. Right, of course. You'll be a bird, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, if you see a bird floating above a baseball field, that will be me. Flying over Yankee Stadium. Yeah. They've got weeds growing up yeah. the walls. <laughs> it's going to look like, you so. ever see things on the internet like the abandoned Astrodome, Houston Astrodome? Yeah, it's absolutely. Just, nothing's going, nobody's been in it. It's That's what it's going to be like. horrible. All these stadiums across the country. Yeah. No, I, baseball's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. They just need to figure something out. And I know you're rooting for, you know, death and doom. but I am. Just for baseball. No. I just, okay. I'm, waiting, I'm rooting for the ID channel to go away. <laughs> Do not root for that, Jerry. There's no battle there. The ID channel is not fighting. The people who produce murder documentaries are asking for a reasonable price for their murder documentaries. No, and, I don't know. Uh, I'm paying for something I don't watch. That's true. I want it taken off my bill. I don't you care should. if it's three cents, 30 cents, I or agree. $3. I agree. Just forget stealing from grandma. They're stealing from me. They are, The ID channel. Goddamn ID channel. No interest. All the- <laughs> Get that crap off my TV. Plus oh, you- look, another mom killed her baby. Great. Good Lord. And some people find this entertaining. You know who you know finds that entertaining? People like a screws loose between their ears. You also pay for the 52 year old single guys that are bald with glasses. <laughs> You also pay for the Lifetime channel, which don't you probably don't want. Don't want that watch. either. Hallmark channel. I don't want you're that either. You're paying for a whole bunch of nonsense. Yeah, you're right. You're right. At some I point. I don't want any of it. Right. At some point, that's going to go away. And it's still the best bargain on TV. It's not a bargain. Cable is bar is a bargain. Yeah, it is. Cable is a bargain? Cable is a freaking bargain. If yes, it is. If you break it down. It's a bargain. So you paying for TV with com- with commercials. All the all For, the content that you get yeah. compared to if you were to pay per channel, yeah, but you're not using bargain. any of the content. I, well, I mean, I still flip around. I mean, I was on. Uh, what was I, I watching last night? I was watching Back to the Future for the nine thousandth time on some channel I never heard of. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I decided I'm no longer paying for content with commercials. Good for you. I will pay. You also, for, don't have cable anymore. Right. Nice. I will pay for cable for channels that have no commercials, or if you have commercials, you give it to me free. That's how I look at it. Like radio, Jerry, we are free. free. We're free. We're free. Satellite radio, you want no commercials, even though they put commercials on talk shows, which I'm against. Uh, Free or pay, whatever. Free, pay, free, pay. Free, pay, free, pay. Exactly. So the baseball thing is what it is. It's, you know. It is what it is. I figure. Now, John Heyman has been very positive. Well, John Heyman, was the, he's, he's like the one reporter that says they're making progress. Really? A deal is possible Monday. Not likely, but possible. All these other guys are like, these two sides hate each other. There's nothing going yes. on. But I'm going to, John Heyman has been the one positive light through all this. Now, he could be completely wrong. Right. But he at could least just be, he's giving you hope. He could just be hoping for his own he sake. He could be. He could be. He do loves you, baseball. Do you think there will be a deal done today? No. So you think we will miss uh, opening day? No. Really? I think a deal gets done this week. But they said if it's not I know done today, we miss opening day. I know what they said. You still I think? still say there's a chance. Okay. This but week. it's got to be done this week. If we're back here next Monday. And no deal's done? Yeah. Then we're looking at mid to end of April to start, which isn't the worst thing either, by the no. way. It's really not. It's not. I mean, that's fine. You just, here's what you can't do. You can't, if you're baseball, you can't miss the summer. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't have a pandemic year with 60 games. Right. That the fans will not go for. But we'll see. We'll see if these hard-headed asses can figure it out. That could be a good band name. Hard-headed asses. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, the hard-headed asses. Yeah, <laughs> and they come out with hard hats on and butts on their T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now we're thinking creatively. The hard-headed asses <laughs> live on tour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with your guest, the who. <laughs> their final tour their for the final, 19th time. The final tour of America. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The who. Yeah. All right, Jerry, I want to get into this uh, Brooklyn Nets, uh, oh, New York uh, mayor. Am, I'm confused. You want to take a break and talk yeah, about it? Yeah, take a break. Because this, I am disgusted by this I'm on confused. so many levels. Yeah, I thought I read up I thought I thought read up on this, and then I saw a tweet by you, and then I saw a tweet by somebody else. And I was like, Shams Charinia, I believe, was the guy yes. who had the uh, the little loophole 
That's it. Uh, calm down. So let's do this yeah. in a second. We'll take a, an early break. For real, Jerry. This way we'll get into Only that. Only a minute early. But we're still early. All right. And then we'll get into that and a whole bunch more. Plus, we'll break down the Knicks and Sixers. Probably not. Uh, and then, well, Boomer joins us at 6 on the fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, 25, well, 20 after 5, a little bit more than that. It's uh, Alan, Jerry, Boomer joins us at the top. G coming back from Nashville. By the way, real quick before we get into the uh, the Nets and Kyrie and all that stuff, I know this is nothing, but I found it very interesting. On Saturday, G was hanging out with who? Jordan Davis. And I'm calling Rutgers, Wisconsin, who had a kid on the team, Jordan Davis. Is that right? I mean, it's silly, but yes. I did. That's interesting, it did go, Every time I said his name, I thought about... Giannotti hanging out with Jordan Davis. You thought about the same other Jordan, Jordan Davis. Davis. So let's get into this Nets thing because I'm All disgusted. Right, Jerry. So I was, uh, here's what I had uh, put on my show sheet uh, about uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams tweeting yesterday. So long as our indicators show a low level of risk and we see no surprises this week, on Monday, March 7th, we will also remove the vaccination requirements for key to NYC, meaning indoor dining, fitness, and entertainment venues. Right. So you don't need a vaccine anymore, vaccine card, to get into any of these places. So like the Garden, Barclays Center. Yeah, no, Kyrie Irving can buy a ticket now and go watch the Knicks if he wants at the Garden. Hell, he can he can walk into Barclays Center now, no longer have to worry All about right. not being allowed to be around his team. He can even sit on the bench, I think. Can't play. Why? What are we, what are we doing? So then there's this private sector mandate now. The private sector mandate still restricts Kyrie Irving from playing in home games, although he could enter the Barclays Center as a spectator. What the hell? Uh, seriously, this has become stupid. Re- well, I mean, it was stupid when he was allowed to practice with the team in Brooklyn, but then can't play with them. Yet opposing players that aren't vaccinated could come in, hey, I'm in New York, and play on the same floor he's not allowed to play on. So all things stupid. This has taken it to another level of stupidity. Now... What I don't know, and I saw one article that said they could. And I, again, I'm not 100% sure because there's so much gray area here. You got the whole fine thing. Now, we first came out and said, if the Nets just pay the damn fine, let them play. But then we found out you really can't because with the NBA, with the city mandate, this is a private sector mandate. One article said the Nets could pay the fine and have them play, which with I think it's 13 home games left in the regular season. And if they maxed out home games in the postseason, the most it would cost the Nets or him. I don't care who pays the damn fines. $158,000. Pay the fines and let's move on, please. Right, let's go. This whole thing is just uh, it's ludicrous. But if it's a private private sector, wouldn't the private sector themselves get to decide? Oh, I don't understand yeah. anymore. I really don't it's understand so anymore. I, I'm with you. And the fact that he's allowed in the building now but can't play, but other players from another state can he can like, sneeze on. on people if he wants, but he can't play basketball. This whole thing is just... It's and this, really and this comes off the heels, and I know you didn't watch, but I watched the game Saturday night in Milwaukee, and he was unbelievable, and they beat the Bucks. It was actually a very entertaining game. It went down to the wire, and Seth Curry was good, and it's just this new-look team. Looks fun. It'd be nice to actually see them whole, because Durant will be back now soon, but, uh, you know, it, it, whatever. And I saw TMZ caught up with uh, Mayor uh, Eric Adams, and he was talking about how he really wants a championship for New York City. Well, maybe the Knicks might be able to. <laughs> but the Knicks are a mess. He said, I'll do anything. I'll even play myself if I have to. Well, just like Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah, that's a start. And Boomer always sure. brings up this thing about, well, what about all the people that got fired for not getting the vaccine? At some point, at some point, the, va- the vaccine. Right. That is very true. Whether it's now or later, you would certainly think. Right. That that is going to go away. We think, anyway. Right. None of that made sense either. Firing, uh, you know, same thing like what was going on. I don't know. You know what? I haven't heard anything about this weekend. The truckers in. Uh, I haven't either. That same kind of quieted down. I don't know that it's not going on, like but it has let, quieted down. You're a trucker. You're in your truck by yourself. They required vaccines. You're in by yourself. I, 
again, truckers, Jerry. Try to follow along, Al. Oh, I have man, no I idea. You ever think you could you be into a... politics? <laughs> you you need to change. I do. Uh, maybe I'll, uh, I was going to start with mayor of uh, Bradley Beach. Well, what's his job? Is he like, is he done? He's not done, no. You just want to oust him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to say when his time's up. When his time's up, I mean, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> I think when I retire from radio. You think you'd win that? Yes. You do? Yeah. Even though you're hated on the Facebook page? Um. Well, yes. I do think I would win. Because I would come out and I would be give you real things I was going to change. And you do know you can't do this and that. Right. Yeah. You have to make a choice. No, well, once I retire from here, that's so this current mayor in Bradley Beach is fine. He, he'll run, you know, he's got eight years at least before I retire. That's true. So that's going to be the second or the third part of your life. Yeah. Childhood, this middle age, and then that part is going to be yeah, political owl. Political owl. Interesting. At least you got a path. Yeah, I do have a path. I'm going to change a lot of things in that town, Jerry. So I'm going to go to Home Depot and work in the paint department, and you're going to run <laughs> Bradley Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't think those local mayors, those jobs, I don't think they really pay anything. I have no idea. You're, yeah. you're, you're serving the people, Al. It's yeah, not really about the, the money. Yeah, you, said, I, you said it's about change. It's about change, right. What's the first thing you do? I know you've thought about this. By that time, you're still going to be removing stickers? <laughs> yeah, I had to remove a sticker this morning. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Ooh, sorry to hear that. An Al Dukes takes naked poops sticker, hmm. which is vandalism. So please don't. <laughs> yes, Whoever's is. posting those, please stop posting them. <laughs> Your arch nemesis, Sticker Man. Sticker Man. <laughs> How dare he? He better run. I'd love for him to run against me as mayor. Oh, they won't know who he is. Oh, this is the guy who puts on up the stickers. I'm the guy who's going to clean up the stickers. And then he wins in a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> we Parades. <laughs> Turns out we love the stickers. Turns out we want more stickers. Every household's going to get their own stickers. Yes. All right, so Kyrie, how many more games we got left in the regular season before we uh, hit the like playoffs? 20. 20? Yeah, that's it. We're coming. Uh, we're down the stretch here. March 7th. And they're they're firmly in eighth place. Eighth place? Yeah. Have you not been paying attention? No. They lost, what, 10, 11 in a row or something? Mm. And they won a couple games, lost a couple games, and then they won Saturday, a game that I don't think anybody thought they'd win. And Rutgers, who is like the darling of the areas. That's amazing what we can do. games too, Jerry. Well, what are we doing I mean, there? they're not losing to bad teams. All right. I mean, they went to – so they went to Purdue last Sunday. Lost. And played – yes, they played well. But, yeah, I mean, they lost, Purdue played really well. They lost that game. Then they went to Michigan and lost to the Wolverines. Even without Jawan Howard. Well, he's the coach. He doesn't play anymore. Oh, he doesn't? No. All right. And Phil Martelli, who's got 450 career wins, stepped in. They were fine. So he does all right for himself. And then the game Saturday against Wisconsin, they had every opportunity. They took a lead late, but they couldn't hold on, and they wound up losing to a very good one. Wisconsin's number 13 in the country. Probably move up a little bit today, I would think. But you also had Saturday. I don't know if you saw this. You had like seven or eight of the top 10 teams in the country all lose. Is that right? Yeah, it was pretty wild. And then Maryland yesterday beat Ohio State. So it was a pretty crazy week. College basketball is strange because all of these teams, especially with the transfer portal, there are so many good teams out there. Good luck. Like with March Madness, the person that wins your tournament bracket has no idea what the hell they're talking about because none of this makes sense. Right. That's why my mom almost wins all the time. That's why you might win this year. I probably win. <laughs> yes. Remember, I did win it like the first year we got did here you to really? WFAN. I uh, did the WFAN one, and I won it. You think we're doing that again? Maybe you can win again. I might. Maybe I'll join now. Maybe See, join I think ever up. since Mike left, I don't think we do it. Oh, is that right? Mike was think the, so. Mike was the ringleader? Uh, he was the no, one. No, it happens every year. It does happen still? Yeah. We just don't well, get how come we, why, why are we involved? Do you want to play? Well, yeah. I didn't even know they were doing it. Yeah, it's been. I'll forward you the email when it comes. Interesting. All right. And I'll turn you guys in for illegal gambling. Nah, I don't. But I don't think it's illegal if the person running it doesn't get any money. Probably correct. I also see Jerry speaking of the NCAA. They've relaxed their marijuana policy. I didn't know there was a marijuana policy. Well, you got to know if a kid gets caught with marijuana playing basketball. Well, there's a drug policy. Well, sure. Yeah, drug policy. But I didn't know that college basketball had a specific marijuana policy. Uh, Previous penalties, Jerry, were if you got caught with marijuana, you would miss 50% of the regular season. The new penalties will be you have to meet with somebody at school (laughs) that's going to educate you on marijuana. But you don't have to miss 50% of the season. And let's say, oh, you get caught a second time, Jerry. Also not a problem. <laughs> Get caught a third time is also not a problem. How many times before uh, it's a problem? <laughs> it's, uh, many times. 
People could smoke weed right before the game. <laughs> <sighs> well, Snoop Dogg smoked weed right before the Super Bowl performance. That's true. He need to relax himself. So whatever. This way you got the uh, you got butterflies in your stomach. Smoke some weed. Smoke some weed. All right, you college kids, let's smoke some weed and hit the basketball court. I don't know if you know this, but whenever I host with Boomer, I smoke weed right before the right show. Right before you hit up <laughs> under the counter. Host with Gio this week, I smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought today I got gas at the at the uh, Parkway gas station, you know, like 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I was wondering, I almost asked there was a, a woman pumping gas. Mm-hmm. I almost asked her, what percentage when someone pulls up to get gas and they roll down their windows, do you smell weed? Because <laughs> my guess is it's, <laughs> it's like 80%. It's just in the air now. I, people, it's everywhere. You know what's weird? Do you, would you get pulled over if a cop smelled weed in your car? Or do they, or I don't know the answer to that anymore. I don't know anymore. I'm I not sure. I thought it would be treated like drinking. I don't know. I would think so, but, because you still be driving under the influence, no? I, yes, I would think so, but i got to tell you, so many times cars drive by me when I'm walking my dog, I smell weed. Yeah. We have guys that walk around here that smell like weed. Yes. So why would that... Weed smellers. That wouldn't shock me. Well, let's start pulling people over. Let's start giving out tickets. Weed is prevalent now. Weed is everywhere. When are you going to sm- start smoking weed? I don't know where people are getting weed from. <laughs> I don't know if I, it's not like I get it in the stop and shop when I go food shopping. No, but I can find, I'm, sure, I'm sure you can find a weed guy. Weed, 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 yeah. weed, weed. Weed. Or you can grow it yourself. You need <sighs> a weed seed. <laughs> <laughs> where did I get that? Home Depot? I have no Plant idea. section? I'm not interested, so I do Weed not seed. know. I don't know. <laughs> it's too funny. Yeah, yeah. How about this? this? Is a strange thing, Jerry. You know, uh, the NFL is playing a game in Germany this year. I did, yes. And they're taking away a Bucks home game. For well, who it. are the Bucks now? Brady's not there. Ali Marpet retired over the weekend. One of their big linemen. What are they? Who's their quarterback? They're already a scrub team. Well, to send to they don't Germany? have a quarterback. So, God. see ya. What if Aaron Rodgers goes there? Then well, be like, then it's not uh, a scrub team going to Germany. It's Aaron Rodgers and the Bucks going to I Germany. I bet they pull that right back. I don't know about that. I think once you commit, you commit. Really? Yeah, I do. They haven't committed to the other team yet. Plus, they will be treated so well. In Germany? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Germany they, sounds like a terrible place to visit. I am. I That's a place I will never see. Yeah. Unless I am with a team that goes and plays there, I will never for my own you know, rest and relaxation ever end up in Germany. I bet, I bet the food sucks there. It's like bratwurst or kielbasa. Kielbasa? <laughs> it's okay. Bratwurst. They eat terrible food in Germany. I don't know what they eat, nor do I care. They drink good beer, though. Yeah. my One of my best friends, uh, Steve, he was uh, stationed in Germany in the Army. So when he came back, he took us all to a German restaurant. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> schnitzel. Yeah, schnitzel. Oh, just terrible. Like, it also seems to me just the perception I have of it, like London, that it's just dark and raining yeah. all the time. And everyone lives in a castle. Maybe. That's how I picture it. Do you think when the Buccaneers go over there to play, they'll bring their own food or they got to eat vernal schnitzel? That is a great question. Yeah. Because no matter, now I don't go to Germany, but no matter where we go with Rutgers, it's the I mean, it's pretty much the same meals. Right, because the guys get used to, their bodies get used to. You can't have a guy like uh, eating sauerkraut and then uh, go go play a game. His his stomach is like a soup bowl. (laughs) He's trying to play. Where's our quarterback? (laughs) He's in the toilet. (laughs) He had sauerkraut and bratwurst again last night. He's feeling very That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know what they give him. Right, do they bring their chef over with frozen chickens? it's, It's possible. I don't know that they're bringing the food with them. But perhaps they request specific food yeah. when they're there, and then the chef takes over. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like we just need plain chicken breast. <laughs> you don't want duck? <laughs> no. I don't want rabbit, duck, oh, or whatever else you're eating over there in good Germany. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, look at it this way. We don't have to go. We normally give Let them- me ask you this. Yeah. We find out it's Buck's Giants, and Spike comes to us and says, <laughs> we'd like the morning show to go. We have- Are you into that? <laughs> If we went out as a group, maybe. Okay. So you would go. We got a Bratwurst sponsor. They're going to send you guys over to Germany. <laughs> there you go. Well, maybe we'll get that done. You never know. We got a sauerkraut sponsor. <laughs> yeah. German beer, though, I hear is nice. That's what Jerry. I said. Oh, you there said are that. good parts there of it. There are good parts. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of good parts to Germany. I'm just not going. German chocolate. I've heard Godiva? that's a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Good. Here's what we're going to eat. Pre-game meal. Bratwurst, sauerkraut, Godiva chocolates, German beer. Sounds like a party. 
Throw them out onto the field. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have a mess on the field is what you have. I thought we normally send these countries the Jaguars. The Jaguars go to London. They, they're the London team? Yes. Now we got London, Germany, and Mexico, I think, is back. Oh, right, yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right. So now the Cowboys have gone there, I know. And the Patriots went there, too, once with Brady. Yeah, yes. So they've sent good teams to these other uh, countries. That's true. London, we and normally... Even London. I think the Cowboys played in London. Yeah. The Raiders have. I know the Raiders have. A lot of good teams. The, the Giants, didn't the Giants play there this year or two years no, ago? No, it had to be at least two years ago. Two years ago, ago yeah. yeah. I know the Jaguars go a lot, Yeah, but they do send other teams. So we'll see. Maybe they'll send the Washington Commanders oh. there with their new quarterback, Russell Wilson. Oh, I don't know that. Coming up next. Oh, interesting. On the warm-up show and then mm. Boomer at 6 on the fan. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, yeah. Kicking it back. 1988. Stevie Winwood. Quarter to six on the fan. I think he got the 80s part, right? I know I got the 80s part, right? I'm joking with Stevie Winwood, as I usually am. So, before the break, we took your breath away. See what I did there? Um, (laughs) With Russell Wilson, maybe on the move. And here's what I'm reading now. There's this thought that he will be the new face of the Washington Commanders. The new face, Jerry. Well, I mean, there's a thought. There's the thought out there now. Giant fans have long thought about maybe Russell Wilson for the Giants, and you got the story about, which is not a surprise, that the Giants likely are not picking up Daniel Jones' fifth-year option, which means he's got to play for a contract. Love it. I have no problem with that. He's not proven that he's their answer for the next decade. So yeah, why would you just pick up that option? That's fine. So if Russell Wilson really wants out of Seattle, and I, I saw you put it on the show sheet, scrubbing his Seahawks, blah blah blah, whatever. If he really wants out, where's he going? Well, there's a lot of stories about Russell Wilson and the Washington Commanders. Well, it's interesting. I just saw a fellow on Twitter who heard your tease, Jerry, going into the break, and he said, do you think Russell Wilson would want to be the face and play for a scumbag like Daniel Snyder is the way this fellow runs? And that's a fine question to ask. Here's what I think. Yeah, They don't care. They want to be paid, and they want to win. I want money. That's what I think. I really do. I don't. I don't know that when you look at 32 teams, 32 jobs, that he's up to the commissioner. I mean, that deal is what it is. If you want to win and you want to make the most money, you're going to go where it is. Now, I don't know if Washington gives them the best chance to win. They're not a bad team. You know, hell, they won the NFC East last year, two years ago, whatever it was. So it's not like they're a bad team, but they're just not a great team. Maybe Russell Wilson makes them and allows them to take the next step. I don't know. I don't know. So he uh, he did the uh, high school girl thing of where he scrubbed the Seahawks from his Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's a sure move, Jerry. Although we never heard anything about Kyler Murray after that. He's still a Nothing. quarterback of the Cardinals. Because I think we make more of it than there is to be made. Yeah. I really believe that. And we're, we're searching for content. You know, guys that are writing stories are looking for something to write about. And you dig this stuff up. Do you think Russell Wilson will be the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders? No, I think he'll be the starting quarterback of the Seahawks. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's what I think. I really feel like the only movement we're going to get is with announcers and play-by-play guys. Which, I mean... There were so many things. I wrote all these things down, Jerry. So let me ask you this. Yeah. So Sean McVay says no. And reports were that he was going to be offered... (laughs) That's unbelievable. $100 million over five years. He's never done it before. To be a broadcast, He could be terrible. Now, I get the sense with his personality and the way he talks 95 miles an hour, he'd be fine. But you don't know. What if they gave Jason Witten five years and $100 million? They'd still be sitting on that. I don't know what his deal was, but they nixed that after one. What if Sean McVay sucks? You're going to give him all this money? John Lynch, they were going to offer him a boatload of money. So my question is, if McVay was making $8.5 million as the Rams head coach, what are they going to pay him to stay? Is he going to get $22 million a year now to be the head coach of the Rams? Yes, let's give him $22 million, Jerry. My God. I mean, I listen, I, I will say if the players are making it, the coach can make it too. There's no reason why they can't. 
But I mean, these bumps and raises are just insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's increasing incrementally. What do you think is better spent? Twenty million dollars for a great coach, or twenty million dollars for a commentator, coach? Yes, great coach. I agree. So here are some uh, things I've been floating around about the commentators. Amazon and Fox both are going to reach out to Tom Brady. That's not going to happen, right? He ain't going anywhere. Do you think he's going to sit home? Yeah. I don't. Tom Brady will do something. There's no way, unless Giselle is going to get into jujitsu tournaments now, yes, and she's, she's going to start traveling uh-huh. for that sport. It's his turn to be in the stance. There's no way at the age of 44 he's done with football. So do you think he'll be an analyst on any of these, uh, Amazon or Fox? I still think he's playing next year. Really? I do. Um, if not, See, the problem is you got to make that decision now. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, is he going to be an announcer next year? Can I just say he'll be involved in the NFL? You could say that. Uh, He'll be be somewhere on game day next year every week. All right. That I believe. And involved. So we will see his face every week. All right. John Lynch met with Amazon, but is going to stay with the Niners. So he ain't going anywhere. Guess they didn't offer him the five years, hundred million dollars. Guess not. Like, what is Boomer doing? I thought Gio made a great point the other day. He said, "You know, Boomer by a couple years missed out on quarterback money, yeah, for sure, and the announcer money, and now announcer money. Although he's stupid. done well, right? He's sixty. He's not ninety-five. Why wouldn't you try? Right? They're giving Al Michaels, who's seventy-five. Yeah, Boomer's absolutely. got fifteen years on that, old and I don't man. want him going anywhere. But you're going to tell me Boomer's not a better TV analyst than most of these guys we see? Yep. He is. We've and seen it. It's like it's like right now they all, they want, yeah, I can't, for some reason they love like Al Michaels, but then they all also want the new person that just retired. Like Greg Olson. Like Greg Olson. Yeah. I mean, please. Who you can't stand. Please. please, please. <laughs> I did see that Amazon now, Jerry, turning their attention to Kirk Herbstreet. I saw that. For the NFL Thursday night analyst job. Yeah, that's fine. How about does he know it pro football? To me. I feel like he's a college he does. guy. Well, he yeah, but I mean he knows football, of course. Then Fox is talking to Sean Payton about either a studio analyst job or to be- replace Mr. Troy Aikman. Again, another guy who's never done it. Yes. So he's going to be he's going to replace Aikman and be the number one analyst. That's with correct. Is that I'm assuming Joe Buck is gone, although Joe Buck is not yet. So you think Joe? Okay, let's. I think Buck is staying. I don't think Fox is going to let him out of his deal. Okay, so, so I think Buck is still there this year. So you think Troy Aikman winds up at ESPN? Well, yeah, it seemed like a done, done deal. You think Al Michaels winds up where? Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. With? God. Kirk Herbstreit. Uh, okay. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Not to me. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me either. Mm-mm. I do love Buck and Aikman, though. I, I'm sad to yeah. see that. I'm sad to see that marriage end. Buck and Aikman, maybe not quite to the level, but to me had, you know, that big game feel like Summerall and Madden had back in the day. Yeah. They just do. And it's going to be a shame when they're not together. It's going to be a sad That day. having been said, guess what? Big game Sunday on Fox at 4 o'clock. Still going to be watching. You're watching it no matter yes, what. That's why all this is stupid. By the way, I got a, a very insulting tweet uh, that uh, regarding, you know, earlier I talked about how this week in particular, like Geo's out. Yes. You missing some games for Rutgers, Boomer's out. I'm like, well, what are we doing? Uh, Charlie Mayer writes, Al, there isn't blank going on in sports. February is the perfect time to take off and do things. Remember, most folks like to do more than work, walk whimsy, <laughs> and perv girls on Bradley <laughs> Beach. <laughs> Through binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he is right. I mean, back in the That's day, funny. even Mike and Chris used to take most of their time in the summer, but I do think they used to take one week in February. Yeah. You know, I know I remember Beningo used to, right after the Super Bowl, would take a solid week off to just kind of recharge. Actually, this Boomer would do that as well. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, the whole book thing is the audience doesn't care about that, but it does make sense. Yeah. You know, so I get it. I have a uh, an an MMA eye socket story. Can I give it to you now or on the other side? What would Eddie? you prefer, Eddie? Now or the other side? Now. Now, okay. There's an MMA fighter, Jerry. His name is Mark Martin. He had his eye pop out of the socket during a fight. What Saturday does that even night. mean? Like the eyeball was out? No, it like got dislodged. For I think it went in. 
Like it didn't pop out. It dislodged in. Oh. Now, it was not because of a punch to the eye socket. He sneezed, blew his nose so hard that he knocked his eye out of the eye socket. Huh. From blowing your nose. So this had nothing to do with MMA. Well, I think it was weakened by punches to the eyeball. Damn. But they, it was the blowing of the nose super hard. That, excuse me. There goes my eyeball. <laughs> Maybe this is why you've never got into it. You're worried about blowing your eyeball out. I don't want to blow my eyeball out. I'm not That's a nose a blower. Uh, uh, okay. I well, mean, I have to be right on your sleeve. What are <laughs> no, we doing? No, I'm just saying, like, I have to be really like congested to blow my nose. There's you a neti pot guy? No, I just so don't get do? that congestion. Like Gio well, walks around get here. Sick. You have no kids. You don't do anything. You're not with humans, so you really don't get sick. Gio walks around blowing his nose all the time here. Gio is sick a lot. Yeah, that is very true. But he's got little ones. Right. It These makes little sense. Babies are always bringing illnesses. They carry a lot of germs. That is very true. I feel like babies shouldn't be able to transfer germs. I don't know about babies, but the little ones that are going to school and bringing them back. But, like, baby kid germs should be so weak to be able to affect an adult. Yeah, like, we should have a a bigger immunity. It's still a germ. Than a a baby germ. Quick break. When we come back, Al saved one big story for the end, and then Boomer enjoys us at the top on the fan right now. Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on Baker Mayfield. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes. Boomer joins us at the top. Knicks lost yesterday. Interesting game with the Sixers on many levels, obviously. Rangers lost. I think the Islanders won. Sure. Uh, what else you got? And, and St. John's lost at DePaul. Anthony Rizzo, Jerry, who was uh, last with the Yankees, but is a free agent now. Yeah. They say that as part of his uh, regimen uh, to get ready for uh, another free agent signing of his, that uh, as part of his practice, he is getting taking a practice getting hit by pitches. Good for him. This <laughs> way his body's ready for it. Now, they that say weird. it's not at full speed. Right. But he still is learning how to... What do to... you think you set the jugs machine to? 50 miles an hour? Uh, 60? He's getting hit at 95 uh, plus. Yeah, I was going to say 70 maybe. Maybe. Even, because That's that possible. even probably seems like... Uh... Rizzo! You can sit on my yeah, face! Okay. Rizzo, I mean, I guess if you Rizzo, want to, sure. Rizzo. I think Boomer's about to sit on Al's lap. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say the other thing. <laughs> now, I did see, Jerry, that he's been hit 178 times. That's a lot of times. In his 11 seasons. Yeah. I remember Don Baylor was the guy who got hit most. I think still historically. Was it, and Ron Hunt, too, right? Ron Hunt, you say? I think Ron Hunt got hit a billion times as well. Is that right? Boomer's nodding his who head, so I think I got that right. Ron Hunt? Is Ron Hunt played for a bunch of different teams, as a matter of fact. Oh. Yeah. Expos Royals, yeah. Don Baylor, though, Jerry, that guy was meaty. You know, you're meaty. He was a like big that. guy. Yeah. Thick. Like, if I got hit by 178 pitches, I probably wouldn't still be playing you'd laugh baseball. at all. Well, you'd break. <laughs> and we've got a broken arm. I mean, think he was about hit by when, a pitch. When, a, when a softball hit you in the shin. Well, I was a big softball. And that was 90 feet away. How yes. about a baseball getting hit 60 feet away at 95 miles an yeah, hour? Yeah, but those are off wooden bats, Jerry. My, the, the one that Have broke, you heard of exit velocity? Hurt my shin, yeah. 118 miles an hour yeah. off the bat of Giancarlo Stanton. Oh. <laughs> the baseball would be a little bit worse. Do you think if I got hit in the femur with a... In, In the, the femur? Fa- yeah, with a fastball. Would it crack? WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.